Listener's discretion is advised. Folks, to all the parties who are listening here tonight on this Sunday edition of Random Stuff. Now, this is the last of the unexpected four-episode weekend here in the month of October. So I came back after a hiatus for over a month because of my marching band gig. Next week, Saturday, October 28th, is big for Fresno State because... They're gonna come off of a bye week and they will host UNLV. That's the uh, University of Nevada of Las Vegas Rebels. Of course, that's their mascot. And it's homecoming. It's a homecoming game, so that means I get to see some alumni, Fresno State alumni, that is, some that have gone bigger and better things and come back to do homecoming, either football or the spirit squad, AKA the dance and the cheer team, all as one, or even of course the marching band, which is really fun. Hopefully we're gonna get another win. Hopefully a definitive winning season, of course. Currently, Fresno State football is entering six wins and one loss. That one loss was against Wyoming, which caused Fresno State to be unranked so far. So we're outside looking in. Now, speaking of outside looking in, Kyle Larson was able to win his way to the Final Four, or as NASCAR likes to call it, the Championship Four, but I like to call it the Final Four even though it's been trademarked by the NCAA basketball. Yes, the Final Four trademark is from the NCAA basketball, but last week at the uh, South Point 400 at Las Vegas Border Speedway, Kyle Larson was able to hold off a charging Christopher Bell to win. That's the second time he won at that track. The first one was in 2021 when he joined Hendrick Motorsports at that time that that was Larson's first win with the team and it's also he went on to win the 2021 championship and now two weeks after this week the cup series race at Homestead he has his chance to win another championship for the second time so this is gonna be definitely he will be driving for his second championship and here was his on-track interview with NBC's Marty Snyder. Marty's down there with 
Vegas. Welcome to the championship four, Kyle Larson and Hendrick Motorsports. He told me this morning, I'm focused this round on no mistakes. It was a flawless no mistake day for the five team maximum points. And now the berth into the championship four, but a heck of a battle for these Vegas fans with Christopher Bell at the end of the race. Did the 20 kind of surprise you there? Did you know he was coming that quickly, Kyle? Uh, I could see him coming in my mirror for sure and was hoping those lappers were going to give me the bottom and the 38 peeled off to the bottom and I knew I couldn't follow him and I just didn't want to go all the way to the top and leave the middle open but you know, thankfully Christopher is always races extremely clean and you know, could have got it could have got crazier than it did you know, coming to the start finish line so thank you to him for, for race with respect there um, what a job done by my team too just a, a great race car I almost gave it away there and wanted to get sideways, get in the wall, and um, had to fight back from there with our balance. Uh, they got it much closer there in the lead. I, I was happy to pull away as much as we did and was hoping that was going to be enough, you know, to maintain, which it was, but I thought, you know, they weren't going to be able to get as close as they did there at the end, so uh, nerve-wracking, but um, thanks to Chevrolet, HendrickCars.com, Junior Robin Bar, Valvoline, uh, everybody, everybody involved in this deal. This is a uh, Really cool to get to go race for another championship here in a few weeks, and you know, glad that we don't have to stress for these next two races. The incredible save. The kids are here to celebrate with Dad, Kyle Larson. They're in the championship for what a day for Hendrick Motorsports. And the Once again, congratulations to Kyle Larson and the number five Hendrick Motorsports Chevrolet team on making it to the Final Four at Phoenix Raceway. Now, let's throw it back to last month where they just had the second uh, GOP candidate for president debate. Yes, debate for who is going to challenge Joe Biden for the U.S. presidency, along with Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is running as an independent. So, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So... How did that second GOP presidential debate go? Well, uh, the folks from the Lincoln Project know what's going on. Delia Calderon, Cal uh, 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 Univision. Good, Good evening. evening. Thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting. Literally. While I'm speaking. Well, no, you said if I may finish. Some if I may finish. You can't be on both sides. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. We cannot do deals with this. This isn't productive. Let's have a policy debate. I have to jump in here. I'm sorry. I have to. There's one person on this. This is infuriating. We cannot talk over each other. We must respect each other's time. My apologies for that. Twelve years. Where have you been? Where have you been, Tim? Actually, I'm the CEO of the I think we need, if I may, if I may just briefly interject here. I thought you said something about waiting until your turn to talk. So hold on. So at the end of the day, I'm going to finish my, I'll be happy to debate on this. I'll look forward to this one right now. Peace comes through strength. Governor Christie. Obama bought those curtains. Did you send them back? It's in the press. Did you send them back? It's the State Department. Did you send them Did back? Did you send them back? You're the one that works in Congress. No, can we Governor, get back to the question? The no, question we cannot. Governor DeSantis, I'm going straight 
on this stage. Sir, has a we, we, we will have to cut your mic, and I don't want to do that. I don't. So the good people on the stage, they disagree, but let's have a legitimate disagreement. That's what I would say. Yep. That's how it was summarized in 90 seconds, thanks to the folks from the Lincoln Project. You can see that on the YouTube channel on September 28, 2023. That was the time that this video got uploaded. Who knows what's going to happen in the third GOP debate? Will Donald Trump show up? Absolutely not. But anyways... This is going to be probably another roller coaster, and it's probably going to be another blab fest if it happens. Which, of course, it will. It already had it happened on the second debate. So let's continue with some GOP stuff, especially George Santos, who has a really a history of all the crimes he committed. Yet, he was still able to be, you know, free and such. And he had a big meltdown. Not Cal U meltdown. Just furious George meltdown as uh, Jimmy Kimmel likes to describe it. But here it is from Kimmel himself. Is the one starring a real-life cartoon character from Long Island, Representative George Santos, who, as you probably know, is facing 23 felony charges. For whatever reason, George was seen roaming the halls of Congress this weekend with a baby. Remember that scene in Titanic when Billy Zane starts grabbing random kids so he can get on the lifeboat? I mean, call me old-fashioned, but anything more than 20 felony charges, you don't get to hold my baby. I mean... A reporter asked Santos if it was his baby. He said, not yet. Which, uh, make that 24 felony charges. And then while he had the baby in his hand, he got into it with a guy who confronted him about the terrorist attack on Israel and just lost his mind. The fact that we have terrorist sympathizers in this building is unacceptable. They should not be allowed in here. What is happening in Israel is abhorrent. That's what it is. And the next time he tries to accost me with a child in my hand, I want him out of here. He's an animal. I'm holding a child. He is a terrorist. You know, when he gets all fired up like that, it gives you a better understanding of how he was able to become a state volleyball champion at such a young age. (laughs) Furious George. One of the reasons Santos is so upset is because in uh, the last quarter, his campaign raised minus $16,000. For real, they had to issue refunds totaling $17,000, and they only brought in $674, which is basically how Radio Shack wrapped it up. So... (laughs) Now, George Santos had a meltdown like Cal U, just like I said before the uh, audio of this uh, Kimmel's monologue about Furious George, except Furious George didn't cry. He just threw a tantrum. Now, let's move on to uh, some Taylor Swift stuff where she did show up to see Travis Kelsey play on Thursday Night Football on October 12th, where the Kansas City Chiefs survived against the Denver Broncos to keep the AFC West lead. And of course, 
the Broncos only had one win in and currently in last place of the AFC West. And after that, she made a cameo appearance on Saturday Night Live introducing Ice Spice second performance where Pete Davidson was the host. And of course, Travis Kelsey made a cameo appearance on one of the SNL skits. Now, before I go any further, I'm gonna hand it to the host of The Late Show on CBS, Stephen Colbert, where Colbert had COVID on October 16th, and that's why he had to do it at his own home podcast style, where he did before during the WGA strike with all of the other late night talk show hosts in a podcast called Strike Force 5, but I'm gonna have to stop talking so that Colbert will talk to you about Taylor Swift. Speaking of Taylor Swift, there's news about Taylor Swift. Please calm down. She's not here, and neither are you. That was videotape. I'm barely here. Taylor had a huge blockbuster debut this weekend. Of course, I'm talking about Tay-Tay going public with Travis Kelsey in a PDA-filled date night in New York City. Yes, Taylor is his love story. She's enchanted and can't shake it off. And Travis is her football term. I know less about that. Whatever, touchback. That's a thing, right? Again, there's no one there. But he's saying yes. And you know they're for reals, y'all. Because according to reports, they were holding hands, interlocked fingers and all, y'all. Whoa, interlocked fingers. That's like first base, I think. Again, I don't know much about football. The pair popped up on this weekend's episode of Saturday Night Live, which was hosted by Pete Davidson, and they were spotted heading to the show's after party together. Wow. They put their relationship to the hardest test any couple can. Going anywhere near Pete Davidson. Hmm. In smaller news, Taylor's Eras Tour movie premiered this past weekend and shattered the global record for a concert film. I saw it. It was great. I sang. I laughed. I screamed along with my fellow Swifties who were so excited that they came to the theater despite their high fevers, loss of taste and smell. And okay, that's where I got COVID. I got COVID. Taylor's version. Wow. Highest grossing concert film from Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. Well, who's going to try to stop her? Which one of the other concert films that's going to try to stop her? Which one? Who is going to step up? Well, I guess we'll never know. Maybe some in the future. Maybe Beyonce's concert film would do it, but who knows? We'll just have to find out ourselves. But until then, after this brief ad, we're going to throw it back to last week's first draft. I mean, last week. I mean, the week of... The second week of October, where Stephen and his wife, Evie McGee Colbert, celebrated their 30th anniversary together when they did the another edition of The Late Show's first draft. So stay tuned, folks, on this unexpected four-episode weekend conclusion right here on this fateful Sunday night on Random Stuff Season 4.
The House is in chaos. The House has been without a speaker for almost two weeks. Republicans are now scrambling to find a new leader. It's time to let America decide. Twelve costume candidates pleading their case. Matt Gates. Why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? Marjorie Taylor Greene. Pete Buttigieg can take his electric vehicle and he and his husband can stay out of our girls' bathroom. Jim Jordan. They canceled the host of The Bachelor. They canceled the star of Mandalorian. You see last week they tried to cancel Kermit the Frog and Mr. Potato Head. You see that? George Santos. Oh, I was not a drag queen in Brazil, guys. I was young and I had fun at a festival. Sue me for having a life. And a mystery guest straight from a D.C. court. Rookie Joe Biden thinks he looks good in a bathing suit, right? I have a much better body than him. This house is on fire. For one election, no one can deny. Who will it be? second night in a row let's get into that quarantine segment it is the quarantine version of meanwhile called quarantine while quarantine while stephen colbert and his wife evie mcgee are celebrating 30 years together in love and having fun and of course making the fans happy so what better way to do that than on the October 10th edition of The Late Show on CBS, Stephen Colbert invites his wife, Evie, to do another edition of this Colbert invention called First Drafts. Fantastic. Are you going to wear that when we go out to dinner tonight? I don't know. Depends right. on uh, how I do right now. All right. I'm as dressed far as like I'm a, concerned, you're doing great right now. I'm dressed now. like a pearl. You're dressed like a pearl? Because the 30th anniversary is pearls. For so the I people would... out there who do, who, don't, who do not know, this is actually, tonight is actually our 30th anniversary. <laughs> How fun! Now uh, we were. Uh, we. Uh, I'm gonna give you a little. Oh, a little. A little gift here for you. Wow. These are all things. These are all things from from Portugal. Oh yes. And explain to them why I'm giving you things from Portugal. Well, we were gonna go to Portugal um, when the strike was on. Right. <laughs> and then the strike ended, which was great. This is fantastic. But... This was this was supposed to be our our week off before the strike. This was planned to be our week off, so we were gonna be in, in Portugal. In Portugal. Because uh, you love hiking. Yes. And I love you. And, and you. So... Love... 
And so I said, let's go someplace. You said, let's go someplace hiking. I said, of course. I would oh, they have the good door. food there, too. Excellent food there. So uh, this is just for later, the pastis de nada, which is incredible. I don't know if you guys have ever had that. Amazing, amazing. Good Lord, this is great. That's cheese, yeah. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, just bite into it. Okay. But for us here, why don't we do... Uh, why don't we just do a little port? Okay. Just a little port. There you go. Now, darling. Yes. Because yes. there's nothing that makes you feel better the next morning than chugging port. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Darling, you know how this. Cheers. There's... Cheers. Mm. That's lovely. Okay. That's lovely. I'm ready. Okay, so uh, you know how this works. I do. If you, if you will hold these, my, my beautiful assistant. Um, in the first drafts, I show the audience a nice anniversary card. That you could find in any store, and then uh, I will show you the not so great first draft that they didn't sell, and that is the premise. I won't mess it up this time. You never mess it up. Oh, I messed it up you last time. You improve everything that you're part of. Can I have the first card, oh. please? My love. Okay, this one is very sweet. Today is a very special day. Happy anniversary, darling. You make my life full. That's sweet. Isn't that lovely. This is a very this is a card only for people who were born on or who got married on October 9th. This is a very very rare. <laughs> Go to your Walgreens and look for the October 9th section. Okay. I think October's a great time to get married. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's not too hot. It's not winter yet, and you know it's cool, crisp, but warm, beautiful. What do you remember about our wedding? How nervous you were. So, I was so nervous. nervous. I wasn't sure he's gonna make it. No, I, I, I just, I, it didn't occur to me that I was getting married until a so, couple of hours yeah. before I got to the church. It's it really, great. really sank in when I saw you in the wedding dress. But the first draft said, "Today is a very special day. Happy birthday, Brandon Routh." In hindsight, Superman Returns is actually pretty good. In case you were wondering. Today is Brandon Routh's birthday. Happy birthday. We had a very, very ecumenical wedding. We did? We had uh, your your father's old uh, fraternity friend and Episcopal minister. Right, Jim Fenhagen. And uh, and uh, uh, Father Harry Byrne, who was my, older, my father's oldest friend from his childhood, a, a, a Catholic priest, and in a Presbyterian church. That's right. We covered so, all the bases. Right, and then right we afterwards... We didn't have a rabbi. We no, but right afterwards, I was circumcised. <laughs> Here's another one, my love. This one says, all these years later, will you marry me again? Happy anniversary, uh, my true love and best friend. That's really lovely. But the first draft said, all these years later, will you marry me again? Turns out Father Murphy was a con man and none of this was ever official. Okay, so marriage license. So it was my job to get the marriage license, and I saved it for, of course, the last minute. And we had to get it before the rehearsal dinner. So on Thursday... And we're in South Carolina. We're in Charleston. We're in Charleston, South Carolina. And it's like uh, 4.15, and it closes at at 5 o'clock, which I did not know. And I called the clerk's office of the county and, and to find out what we needed to do. And the answering machine said... Thank you for calling the county clerk of Charleston, South Carolina. The marriage license office uh, is open until 5 p.m. South Carolina, the girl must be 13, the boy must be 15. 
There's a one-time fee of $25, and the license does not expire. <laughs> so we got there at, at 5 till 5 to sign up, but then we had to come back 24, 24 hours hour waiting period. You had to wait, so we had to come back there between... 4.55, and when it closed at 5 o'clock, the day of our rehearsal dinner, and this is what our entire marriage has been like because of what I'm like. <laughs> and we got it, though. We, we got, got it. it. Here's a very nice card that says, our wedding seems like yesterday. I'm still crazy for you in every way. Happy anniversary. And that is that is the truth, my love. That's the truth, There's my a little girl. gray hair on the inside. Yes, exactly. But the first draft said, our wedding seems like yesterday. I'm still processing the news that I've been in a coma for 30 years. Why are you holding hands with Rick? Happy McGee, everybody. Once again, happy anniversary to Stephen and Evie McGee Colbert. Here's to 30 more years and beyond. Now, after this uh, brief ad, we're gonna get into an SNL music video skit, but you don't get to see it, you got to listen to it. So it's another song from Saturday Night Live with last week's host, Pete Davidson. So stay tuned, folks. No Skittles? No hot tamales? No problem. Get into a box of the oldest, wrinkliest candy around, raisins. That's right, raisins. They're not just for the bottom of a snack bag anymore. Give a kid this shriveled little treat, they'll be hooked for life. It looks like a dead bug. But it's not. It's actually an old grape. Try it. It tastes disgusting. Delicious. And they're great in baked goods, too. Ooh, <laughs> bet there are. So don't fret, candy fans. This stuff sucks. When your double bubble disappears, chew on raisins. Who raisins? Who raisins? Who raisins? Brought to you by nerds. on this Sunday edition of the Unexpected for episode weekend right here in the month of October for Random Stuff Season 4. Now let's get to some Saturday Night Live music again. Now this one is from the former cast member and the man who hosted Saturday Night Live last week, Pete Davidson, with a Parody from Barbie called I'm Just Ken, and they turn it to I'm Just Pete. Well, I'm Just Ken is a very, very popular song from this year's uh, Barbie movie with Ryan Gosling as Ken and all the other Kens like Simu Liu. Now, this one, the parody I'm Just Pete is centering around Pete Davidson, the man who hosted last week on SNL. So here is the I'm Just Ken parody called I'm Just Pete from former SNL cast member and last week's host Pete Davidson and friends. 
gonna do? Bro, I have no idea. He only has like one character. <laughs> yeah, why is he hosting again? He just left and it's not like his show was a hit. I know, right? <laughs> like how you get Joe Pesci and Edie Falco and no viewers. <laughs> No one cares about the work I do I made a show with Joe Pesci too And no one streamed it but my mom When I'm high, I do things like call up Colin Because there is a lyric that, you know, Pete said, 
or saying a name that he, Pete himself, can't say legally. Of course, he did that without saying Kanye West. Wow, that's uh, probably news to me, but we all know that little beef, the feud that is going on between those two. So, there you have it. Now, after this brief rant, we wrap up this uh, catastrophe, this chaos, this unexpected four-episode weekend right here on Randoms Up Season 4 in the month of October. So, stay tuned, folks. From the producers of The Golden Bachelor. I'm going to meet the woman of my dreams. Comes a new search for love. One downward dog looking for his forever mate. 24 barking beauties in the most dramatic doggone bachelor season ever. Who will get a rose? And who will get a bone? Will it be Daisy? Bella? An old comforter? A Roomba? His own bed? This man's head? A lazy boy recliner? A giant stuffed bear? This Lithuanian grandma? Or absolutely nothing at all? The fantasy suite is off the leash. The Golden Retriever. Love is a bitch. Only ABC. Folks, just got back home and now finally go to sleep after this uh, whole thing of this unprecedented four-episode weekend. But be sure to tune in probably next month during the Thanksgiving break as I will get back to continuing the fourth season of this podcast. So, good night, folks. (laughs) 